0: Before we get into the WWE Mount Rush, talk about how great it is to be a wrestler. It's the best. It's an exciting time, especially with, you know, a lot of people talk about, like, the WWE releases that just happened. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Aside from Mustafa Ali, not one release that happened has shocked me or surprised me. Really, Dolph Ziggler didn't shock me. None of the people that got released, aside from Mustafa Ali, because he was already <laughs> scheduled to, to wrestle in a title match on a pay-per-view that was Coming up soon, and they actually had plans for this man, yeah, going into the he next was supposed year. To win Yeah, so I understand if you feel like you got to release him. Part of me feels like Mustafa Ali wants to get released anyways, too, so he can do, yeah, whatever he, he, wants. He, he posted to like his
1: social media, like what was it, like last year, they, year and a half ago? They couldn't just hold on. I'm, re- I'm requesting my release from the WWE,
0: yeah. they couldn't just hold on to him for like three weeks. Have him yeah. lose, you know, they, and just be like, you know what? We'll we'll keep him out here for the pay per view, but then after that, we're gonna release him. I thought that was bogus. They didn't tell Shaw. I was surprised. Like really? No one told this? He's just like, oh really? What am I gonna do? Plans change, pal. Plans change. But anyways, my main, my, what I'm saying is, it's not like you had a guy that's been on TV consistently for the past six months, getting over, getting big pops, and all of a sudden they released him. That I'm that's that's my point, Michael. I mean, we could. It's all. We could all have our opinions of what's right and what's wrong. At the end of the day, it's a business, dude. Like we're gonna move on because,
1: <laughs> like to me,
0: like you know, Edge, Adam Copeland, second
1: biggest signing AEW's done from WWE. Like number one being Punk, and now number two being him. And then I've got like you know Moxie and Jericho tied for like tied for third yeah, because right. in terms of like star power, in terms of names, like and he as of right now, like
0: he, he's huge. And he's not a guy that hasn't been wrestling for five years. You know, he's been there. He main evented WrestleMania. Yeah, I think this is, this is great because then there's a whole lot of fresh matchup, matchups there that, that uh, he has. He's going to wrestle Luchasaurus right now. Yeah. And this is good for Luchasaurus because I know there's a lot of people where I'd be like, Luchasaurus. and be like, what's that? It's like, oh, it's yeah. It's a dinosaur. Um, Six million years old. Yeah. It'll be So that, that would be a lot of people's exposure to Luchasaurus. And you see this guy, and this guy looks crazy. This guy looks great. like he's jacked. he's, oh, he's, he's got thing. He looks like Swamp Thing. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Edge is going to have a longer, more consistent future in AEW than, than CM Punk. He can go in the ring at a higher level than CM Punk. He may not be as good in promos, but also, too, he's a better uh, locker room guy. Oh, he, hell yeah. <laughs> best of luck to Edge. But all right. So we're going to move on to the Mount Rushmore, and we're going to start per era. I'm about 40 years old. I'm turning 41 uh, this weekend.
1: Um, happy early
0: birthday thank you thank you um how old are you you're around like 27 you're 27 i'm uh what they call a millennial yeah abel's around like like 37 38 i think 36 i don't know he's he's in the upper 30s closer to my age so you guys are looking at a lot of these eras in hindsight i've lived through them so i'm i can only go back and
1: see what the product wants me to see
0: yeah so um a lot of stuff was blur it out. Yeah, the, of stuff it. Is edited. the music is edited too. I'm like, come on. Just pay the money. You guys make millions and billions of dollars. All right. So we're going to, I'm going to start off with Abel's list. We're going to go with the golden uh, era, which starts, which is pretty much like, uh, like 85. Like, like late. I want to say, I'm going to say, because 85 is when it started to get the ball rolling. So I'm going to say late 80s or to early 90s. Yeah. I think it's the like golden 85
1: era. to 91. Or so
0: Abel's list, and I'm going to go from bottom to the top. He's got, Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake Roberts, the Iron Sheik, and Hulk Hogan. it's A solid list. A solid list. I would purse again, I gotta remember that I told you guys that this is you for the arrows, that's your Mount Rushmore. Again, this is all subjective. This is all you know, we have our opinions. So as much as I would be like, I would take him off that list. Maybe to him, he saw him in, in a brighter light. In a different light. way, yeah. So, I'm, I'm not going to get too crazy on Abel. <laughs> he is just uneducated in, in some aspects. But, um, yeah. So, uh, Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake, Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan. Michael, what is your golden era Mount Rushmore? My golden era
1: Mount Rushmore. So, I've got Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Rick Flair, and I've got Roddy, Roddy Piper. Not a bad list. I do question Ric Flair being on there. Ric Flair to me is like, it's just one of those guys that you like put up there. The way he would just like work in the ring him being a heel and playing up to the women in the crowd and his promos. I've got him in my Mount Rushmore.
0: The only one I would question there is Ric Flair, but I could also see why. Like like he, he did come into the WWE and he was put in the top program and he was main event at WrestleMania. So can't really shit on that. My list for the golden era is Macho Man, Randy Savage, Rowdy Roddy Piper, The Ultimate Warrior, and Hulk Hogan. like
1: how we all have Roddy Piper on our list.
0: Yeah, I mean, Roddy Piper, like, he was the biggest heel at the time. So um, I questioned Ultimate Warrior, but I got to remember from from that time, from like 90 to like 90, 95, uh, nobody was more over with a, a, a kids like me than Ultimate Warrior. He was a guy. At that time, you put a guy against Hulk Hogan – at WrestleMania, that guy, you got to turn that guy heel, and he's going to get booed. It's automatic to get booed. Anybody you put against Hulk Hogan, they're going to get booed. Ultimate Warrior was the only guy that I remember where the, the audience was like split. They didn't know where to go. At some points, Ultimate Warrior was getting more bigger pops because I feel like there was a time when people were getting a little tired of Hulk Hogan. They were just like, all right, that's enough. This dude's main eventing WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Like he's getting beat, and then he just hulks up and he wins. Like we're tired of this. Here's this other guy who's jacked, shakes the ropes and shit. He's running. He's crazy. He got face paint, wearing bright colors. He get um, gassed
1: in about 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, like just sprinting to the ring alone. Is like like right. I remember that match they had at WrestleMania and technically it was one of those matches where you turn the sound off and you're going to vomit. It was kind of like Rock and Hogan, but you keep the sound on and you listen to those fans and, and uh, the finish of that match. Um, Ultimate Warrior to me was my top. Like He was the guy where To me, he was one, of as far as like, the I had my mid card favorites, but as far as main event guys, I always had ultimate warrior over Hulk Hogan. He was, to me was more interesting. He didn't just go out there and say, let me tell you something, brother, and take your vitamins, say your prayers. He went out there and said shit that you didn't understand, but you were just like, oh man, this guy's out of his mind. Yeah. Crazy. Like, yeah, he's talking about taking back to the mothership and all that stuff. But uh, ultimate warrior defined professional wrestling to me at that time with the streamers and the face paint and just and just being a, an overall uh character he was just a different version of a hulk hogan but um our list yeah are pretty much in line we i mean we we all had hulk hogan we all had uh roddy piper we all had roddy piper snake, or snake right? whatever <laughs> uh, Anyways, I mean, he got some good promos. Yeah, 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 but he's a great mid-card talent. I mean, but we're talking Mount Rushmore. We're not talking. We're talking about presidents, right? We're not talking about vice presidents, or we're not talking about like a senator, right? <laughs> we're talking about. But again, subjective. I asked. I, I, I didn't go into detail. I told you guys your Mount Rushmore. At the end, we're gonna go get a more accurate, yeah, uh, uh, unbiased, and I will give reasoning for. I already have that, and then you could either agree or disagree with it. But I have reasoning for it. So we're gonna move on to new generation, which is mostly like like mid 90s. Well, it's pretty much mid 90s. It was like it was, 92 yeah, to 90. Like it was, it was like six? yeah, it was like eight, 90, 93 to 96, and it was a very low point. This is where like it was. We had plumbers, we had hockey players, we had garbage, garbage men, men, like we we had all police things. officers, we had dentists, crazy dentists. Um, but yeah. So we're gonna go with if we're start with Abel. These early lists just make me laugh. But again, you guys were like, and especially maybe him. He was he was a little tiny shit uh, during the new generation. I don't think I was born yet. Yeah, I he, wasn't even born I yet. I think he was a, just a spry young young toddler. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to forget for so for Abel, new generation list: Razor Ramon, Tatanka, <laughs> the Undertaker, okay. and Bret the Hitman are okay. So,
1: Tatanka,
0: interesting. Tatanka, like okay
1: i didn't watch that like yeah. i don't really know much about it so what, i remember what was the so doing? i
0: remember Tatanka, so i was a big fan of Tatanka too but that was because so this guy he was an american indian dude and he came out and he come like hey, this is okay because he's an actual like, uh, it's okay cause so, he's indian. um he's a native american <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he used to come out and he would have the thin and then and 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 was his finisher his move was so it's uh it's basically he would you have a bone arrow it's it it was a it was a modified samoan drop, but he called it the renegade drop so he'd get you and he would just like ah and then he'll 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 drop you it's a samoan drop but um uh, they call he called it the renegade drop and he would do the chop off the top of rope play <laughs> ah he would do the chop and this dude was like undefeated for like two years oh so, shit. yeah. So I get really like yeah, this guy was like winning for, for two years. I remember um did he win any title? At that time? I don't think so. Um I remember Satanka at the King of the Ring. He was undefeated. Uh Lex Luger just came into the company. He was pretty much undefeated as well. And I remember them wrestling to like I think it was like a double or time limit was up or whatever, but I remember like them protecting Tatanka on that. And he didn't lose until, I think he lost to this guy called Ludwig Borga. He played. He was like this European, Like he was a, he was a, a shoot Nazi. Yeah. He was a real Nazi. Like, Wait, know. what? He yeah, a- and Bruce Pritchard said it too, Like this dude was a shoot Nazi. But yeah, he beat Tatanka and I remember the moments about Tatanka that I remember is uh, Chief J Strongwell came out one time and he had like a big old native headdress that he had. And I forgot who did it. It might have been a Ludwig Borga, but he took it and yeah, as far
1: as, as far as as far as I'm seeing, I mean, he won he won championships in like other promotions, but nothing.
0: Yeah. Like in if he would have won, I would have say he would have won a tag team title or something, but I don't remember him yet having any kind of significant uh, title run. But but again, Tatanka was another good mid Carter, and he was being pushed to the moon as far as like he was un- he was undefeated and protected for two years, and then he had that big feud with Lex Luger when he joined the Million Dollar Corporation, Mount Rushmore, whatever. But Abel is. He was ranked number forty in the top five hundred singles wrestlers
1: in PWI in uh, P- PWI in 1994. Number forty out of
0: five hundred—that's yeah, that's not good. bad.
1: That's not bad. That's not bad. But
0: but again, you uh, you have to be top five to me to Slim be me a warrant. Yeah, you want to- the <laughs> greediest.
1: So here's my new generation list. Number one, I've got Shawn Michaels. Number two, I've got Bret the Hitman Hart. Number three, I've got Scott Hall Razor Ramon. And number four, I've got Diesel. All
0: right. My list is Razor, Ramon, Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. and let's go. We right. <laughs> uh, Diesel and Razor, Ramon. And I'm talking about before they went. Before they to went to WCW. WCW. Like, you don't understand. It, it was all Diesel, Razor, and Shawn for a moment. Right? Yeah. Like, dude. And then Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. And then you had Bret Hart feud with all three men. Uh, Razor, Ramon, more in the beginning during Razor, Ramon's heel run. When yeah, uh, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it's no surprise that like we have Bret Hart
0: there. Yeah. They, Bret- I mean... Yeah, he kept the boat afloat, right? Him and then Sean, um the brought, Montreal Screwjob. The, mon- uh, the I mean, last, that, it was like the last thing before that was. The Attitude yeah, Era. that was that was what kicked. or like kicked yeah, started. that to me what 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 set the Attitude Era was like here we go. Um, I think uh, Attitude Era was beaten on the door before then, but um, the Montreal Screwjob was just like this is war, guys. So all right, so we're all in agreement. Um, no Tatanka on me and your list. Um, we just have champions yeah, on our list. champions. I, sh- I should have clarified that, but this will be. Now we're Subjective. gonna go to. Yeah, now we're gonna go into the late nineties, early two thousands. I want to say, and you're gonna, you might be shocked that it is the second greatest era of all time. Second. Ah, and this is somebody who went through all the. Era. I'm be honest with you. Attitude era walked so that uh, ruthless aggression era could run. So that's why I always. Yeah, you look at all the highlights of Attituder. We had some good stuff. Had a lot of stinkers though. Oh, yeah. Had a lot. And I think we found a great balance of over-the-top storyline, plot, character, but then uh, in-ring it was performance.
1: Like, yeah, it was, like, a lot more, like, yeah. the characters would come out and they get the big pop yeah. and they'd do, like, their signature,
0: like. Gesture. Yeah, attitude era was more on like gimmick catch and phrase, personality. Their catchphrases. But later on it, it got into more like, alright, now we're gonna we gotta show some wrestling too. So but um okay, attitude era. Go by Abel's list. This should make a lot more sense. But so Abel's attitude era list is Kane, Triple H, Y2J, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Not a bad list. Not a bad list, but Y2J. That was before he became a main inventor. It was it was the... He just started. Like, he just came. Yeah, it was the high point. I mean, he had some show, like good stuff,
1: did. like, with him and China and was pretty King? good.
0: I mean, yeah, he was world champion for, like, a day. He but was
1: big as fuck. Dude,
0: okay. he was so strong. Okay, but on the Mont Rush... Okay. Uh, <laughs> to, to me, he, he's a good supporting player. But, again, to each his own. What is your attitude, Errol? So, I'm going to have a little bit of a curveball on this one.
1: Um, Um, but here's my attitude era. Mount Rushmore, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Mick Foley, Mr. McMahon.
0: You know what I find funny on Abel's list? How the fuck you don't have The Rock on the Attitude Era list? This guy came over The Rock. When Stone Cold Steve Austin got dropped on his hand, all right? When he got hit by a damn car because he was ball-headed with a goatee. It's because of the Rock that they like. It, 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 like no, it, it felt like all right. We just have we have the Rock. We just put him in there, and these two put main evented WrestleMania three times during the Attitude Era, three times, and he's not on the list. I don't understand it, but again, to each his own. I guess Kane and Y2J over the Rock in the Attitude Era. All right, my list pretty damn simple. Mick Foley, Triple H. The Rock, and Stone Cold. I say Mick Foley in there because Mick Foley is the one that got all three men over. Okay? Oh, yeah. It's because of Mick Foley. Like, with Stone Cold, he did the whole dude love thing where he was a tag team partner of him. And then, and then he turned on him. And then they feuded. It was literally right when the Austin era began, when he beat Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania.
1: Then when he uh, handcuffed him and yeah. gave him 20 chair shots Well, that was the, the Rock. He,
0: with the the, yeah, with The Rock. He got The Rock over, yeah. But with the I Quit matches and the empty arena matches, and then he got Triple H over. Did, um, didn't he also do like the This Is Your Life? Yeah, he did the This Is Your Life with The Rock, and then he got Triple H over with the street fight at the Royal Rumble, the, the Hell in the Cell. Uh, I, I believe it said No Way Out before WrestleMania, and then also too then and then uh, Triple H too. Uh, he he, you're a good guy. Is only as good as his villain. Triple H, one was, of the best villains, yeah, like. Like you, yeah, you want to cheer for The Rock is so cold, but you're gonna cheer for them even louder if you have a guy like Triple H on the other side. So yeah. I remember Triple H, like, dude, I would tune in. I would tune in every every SmackDown. So I'm like, this is the night. This is the night where Rock is gonna demand his match, and he's and then he's gonna beat Triple H for the title. And something always the very first actual episode of SmackDown, not the pilot, but the actual episode, it started off with The Rock demanding a championship match against Triple H. And then Commissioner Shawn Michaels goes out and approves it, and he's like, and I'm going to be the special guest referee. Now, I'm like, this is the night. Rock is going to beat him. Dude had him down, took off the elbow pad, went to one side, went to the other side, I was like, this is it. Bam! Sweet in music. Pedigree, one, two, three. I don't think you understand, Michael, how mad I was I'm like in high school, but I'm like crying. Because so I'm like, what the fuck? That's not fair. How the hell, why? Bullshit. And then also, too, mind you, I'm coming in from a perspective where I'm a, I'm a Shawn Michaels fan, too. I'm like, this was my dream. I'm like, oh, man, Shawn Michaels is helping the rock. This is awesome. And they do that. But then because of uh, Shawn Michaels' uh, demons, um, storyline never uh, went anywhere. So, yeah, we're pretty much all in line with uh, yeah. uh, Attitude Era. I think, I, I think instead- I, yeah, instead of Mick Foley, you had who?
1: I had uh I
0: had Stone Cold The Rock McBully and Mr McMahon. Ah, Mr. I could see that it, uh, I think the reason why I didn't put him on my list is because I don't think of him as a wrestler. He's more of a to me. He's just more of a personality. He's I mean yeah, yeah he wrestled. He wrestled. But, I mean yeah I mean
1: but when you when you think of like the Attitude Era and like and you think of like rivalries like
0: he was the biggest heel. The like, biggest heel. Uh, yeah he was the biggest like heel his, over
1: like, anybody. Like like anytime like he got his
0: comeuppance from Stone Cold like you you knew it was great. And that's all because of the Montreal screwdriver. That's what kicked it off. And that's what, you know, I, they, they think I'm a bad guy. Might as well uh, uh, lean into it. Uh, now to my favorite uh, era, which is funny because as the era was happening, I wasn't too happy. Uh, you got to imagine coming from me, the transition between the Attitude Era and, and the Roots. Like, I didn't know where it was going. All my favorites were leaving. You know, uh, Stone Cold, his body gave out. The Rock was starting to dabble into Hollywood, you know. So I'm like, man, who who's gonna be the next top guy? It's like, Yeah, we still had Taker and Triple H and all that stuff, but again you needed those those top guys like the faces of the business. Um and then um I just I just find it so funny looking back to how impatient I was, but then to actually see what came out of it and see these guys grow into into top performers like that O V W class that they had during the Ruth Progression era, but anyways we're gonna go uh, start off with Abel's delusional list, ruthless aggression. Abel, let's go. The Rock, <laughs> even though like that was like the last like his I think his last six months or something like but whatever. I'll take it. At least you have The Rock on one of your lists, man. White, <laughs> he, he put 2 J over editorial. All right, so The Rock, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle. That's not bad. I, a bad look. I like The Rock on there, but I, I just feel like he's in no the wrong Mount uh, Rushmore. But well, uh, go ahead. Um, <laughs> ruthless aggression. Ruthless
1: aggression. I've got the Undertaker. I have Kurt Angle. Got Eddie
0: Guerrero, and
1: I've got Batista.
0: All right, I'm gonna make a slight change because I realized that I left somebody out of the Attitude Era one. Give Do a you, notable mention. Uh, no, I'm gonna just take. You know what? Because Abel wanted to put Y2J over the Rock on his list, I'm just getting rid of Chris Jericho off my ruthless aggression list. So my ruthless aggression list is Kurt Angle, Batista, Randy Orton, John Cena. Those are the three. I didn't put Brock Lesnar in there because he was literally in there for two years and DIP. I think yeah, right. He did accomplish a lot, but um, he did leave, and once he left, that's when they're like, shit, what do we do now? And that's when John Cena got, you know. Call up and Batista and all these guys. Um, so I think Brock Lesnar, um, even though he was already over in WWE, I think he left, got himself even more over uh, on the outside, and therefore that's why I put him in later in the later eras because when he came back, he was a bigger star than he was back then. So that's why um, I added him, and I had to put Kurt Angle here since I felt like I snubbed him off the the Attitude Era, but I feel like. During the Ruthless Aggression era,
1: like you've you probably like like Kurt Angle like really stepped up, stepped yeah. up his game oh, in, in that cause, era.
0: because again, Ruthless Aggression era, like guys like Stone Cold and and The Rock, they 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 were gone. So obviously, guys like Kurt Angle, because you forget that during the height of the Attitude Era, when Kurt Angle was in the mix, he was a fucking rookie. Like it was literally his first year in. He won his championship under a year from his debut. It's insane. Same thing with Brock Lesnar. Those two are diamonds in the rough like you're not gonna have there's not a lot of guys you could do that to where you could just have them for a go on an eight eight month run and then give them the belt and then him actually live up to the hype. yeah so you it, it well, it's pretty much like long enough before the crowd like eventually turns on you. yeah because that's always what happens The so the fans love to build you up put you on top and then once you're on top they like to knock you down that's just how it works man how many people have you seen were like Push him, push him. Give him the belt, give him the belt. We love him, we love him. And then once you push him and give him enough belts, we're like, boom, oh. <laughs> it's the same shit. I don't want to see him. You He's on TV too much. You keep shoving him down our throats. Mm. I fucking hate that. And then he disappears. You're like, where is he, boo? <laughs> but then he comes back, you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah she pops. And then he immediately turns heel again. Yeah. And then you like, boom again. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's the most frustrating thing about professional wrestling is the fans, because just like, come on guys, that's why you make it hard for them. Like, like when you're like, hey push this guy, they're scared to because they're like, yeah we're gonna push this guy to the top, and then you guys are gonna start shitting all over him. So we're gonna wait because you know like let him build to the being on top, so that that when you finally get to top and you shit on him, yeah we already use him for all he needs. I always I always
1: like rewatch that MJF promo where he comes out. The red dress shirt he just starts like tearing down the fans He ba- basically says like you know you fans you fans think you know it all you know your opinions ain't shit your opinions change at the drop of a dime you know you say that your old favorites are your new favorites and you never like your your old favorites and then they switched up and yeah just like essentially like tearing down the fans like fuck
0: he's right we don't know anything yeah. We don't. like We we only like something, and I think we we also like to push against the grain. So when we feel like, sometimes we we would rather have it feel like we're bringing this guy up, that we're pushing him, rather than knowing, like, oh yeah, they're pushing him. Because when we realize they're pushing him, we're like, ah. (laughs) we We don't want that. We don't need you to tell us what we want. But yeah, so Ruthless Aggression, we pretty much agree on all that. Again, I don't disagree with Abel completely, because The Rock the Hollywood Rock character was in the ruthless aggression era, um, technically. So um, that when he was playing the guitar, yeah, that was when he was playing the guitar and feuding with um, uh, fucking Hamburglar with fucking uh, Hurricane and shit. Hey, like, yeah, go take some chicken McNuggets yeah. and stick
1: them straight up your oh, ass. Oh my
0: god, that was the best. That was when he went out there and this dude was just dude. His feud with the Hurricane was the best, dude. It was like a feud that they had um, to kind of like give him time before, before he. Was- he- Building, while he was building, his view to Austin, because you know, like they didn't want Austin in there, and then, like, because Austin's health was kind of deteriorating, so you couldn't just have Austin do a lot of work in there. So, um, but yeah. But, DG era. We're gonna start off with Abel's list. Can't wait for this. Slim Pickens over. I, and that's the thing too with, uh, because uh, I said that we couldn't. Have somebody on multiple era lists. This is what makes it harder. I think PG era was the hardest for me because I couldn't add guys like Taker, Cena in it or whatever. But yeah, all right. So Abels, PG era, your man Dolph Ziggler, (laughs) Ray Wyatt, CM (laughs) Punk, John Cena. Yeah, he left them out of the ruthless. Why would you leave John Cena off? Whatever. Um, I mean, but but an argument that, could that's be when he made. was getting like his biggest, yeah, like uh, Argument could be made that John Cena was the, was the John Cena was the pioneer of the PG. Era. Yeah, you you are watching WWE at that
1: time, like you saw John Cena somewhere, yeah.
0: on his, and he, on he stopped screen. rapping and he was just like, "I'm gonna tell poopy joke." Um, poopy pebble. All right. So what is your uh, PG era?
1: I've got Daniel Bryan. I've got
0: CM Punk.
1: Got Chris Jericho. I've got Randy Orton in the PG era.
0: The fact that this man put Dolph Ziggler over Daniel Bryan puzzles me. All right. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: like if you go back and you think of PG era, like, well, I mean, Money in the Bank cash in, but like that's about it. That's one moment. <sighs> Again, I could have re- use other people that I had on my other arrows list. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Shocked on my own shit. You know what? I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a quick change. Oh. We're live here, pal. Calling it audible. Someone things, else is going over. Things change, pal. Doesn't work for me, brother.
1: All right. So... you got a concussion. The other person has to win now. That referee tried to fuck on me. Tried to
0: fuck on me. Love that story. All right. So for my PG era, I have Daniel Bryan, the Undertaker. Nice. Edge. Okay. Number one, CM Punk. Right? It's a good list. Right? Yeah. Originally I had Dolph Ziggler on the bottom and I realized we all got C M Punk on yeah. our list. I was like, I don't have Daniel Bryan on any of my lists. And I'm like, I'm not gonna disrespect him like that. Um he's a, a goat. Yeah, he, he's a guy that uh he's against the grain. He he got over despite the fact that WWE wasn't trying to get him over. And he was so over that it created a movement. Um, without Daniel Bryan, there is no yeah movement. There is none. No? Because we wouldn't believe it'd be possible. But with Daniel Bryan, and it created a, a little bit of a problem now. Because now, if there's somebody that they want pushed, and they don't want to push him, guess what? Fans are just going to be like, oh, we're going to be heard. You're going to push our You're going to hear us boo. Yeah, you're going to hear it, so... Um, I think what's
1: crazy is that, like, still so many years later,
0: people are still doing yes chant. Yeah, I mean, that's like people are still doing what? I mean, Austin was doing that in 2000, <laughs> like four.
1: Like, as much as I love the what chant, I think it's probably one of the worst things that happens. Like, you know, if someone's trying to cut like a serious promo,
0: like, man, guys, like, I left it all in the ring for all of you guys what but that's why and this is why i like what roman does because he turns it into like he does like there's some people that play into it like what? jay will will like and then they got this guy who's gonna do that what? and then he's gonna go here what? and i'm gonna do that what But well, Roman will be like yeah you think you could do one on I me mean, because you can't because i'm the trouble demon to the point where you're sitting there like i don't know where to put the what in here <laughs> and then and then he, he gets to a point where he's talking about something where you actually have to listen and that's why I feel like. Yeah, the what chants are so annoying, but it really shows you. It really shows you who's really good at cutting promos and who's really not. Because there are some guy like I remember Alexa Bliss one time. She's just like, uh, eh, an an idiot says what or something like that. And they're like, what? It's like, ha
1: ha. My all time <laughs> favorite is when the Undertaker said, "I will tell you what, if you go ahead and say what, if you like to sleep with your own sister, what?
0: Ooh. <laughs> so, um. yeah, it's fun to do though. I mean, we're 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 talking shit like we're not sitting there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I want yeah
1: to replace what?
0: Yeah, I mean it kind of is, but it kind of isn't because it goes like you put shinsuke on the mic. Guess what? Coming back. What? What? Um. But yeah, so yeah, we're pretty much in line. CM Punk got um, a yeah that that era like you you, got Punk. That was his era. That was his even though
1: greatest heel run
0: yeah greatest heel run even though if you really want to be real in, in in a lot of these eras like like Ruthless Aggression and PG and and uh uh maybe the beginning of modern John Cena was the actual man everybody else was kind of just there but to me CM Punk was the guy who uh was almost uh an equal to John Cena yeah um not everybody was able to and he kind of did it too against the grain where I don't think they really were trying to push him all the way to top, but then they saw the traction that he was getting. They heard the pops and the merchandise was coming in and they're just like, all right, push this guy to the top.
1: I think what's great about like all of us having CM Punk is that we all know like, like everything that he did during that era is like things are, we just like remember and reminisce like his money in the bank ladder. match, Um, n- n- not ladder, match, but like his match against John Cena, money in the bank. Um, his four hundred and thirty four day like title run, his match against the Undertaker at WrestleMania, his promos against the rock. Like all that stuff just is what made him like a top guy during that era. Now yeah, you can you can talk about like the backstage <laughs> stuff or like the politicking and how he was like hard to work with or whatever and whatever, but like you see him go into the ring,
0: you give him a microphone, like you're instantly drawn in. That time period made him. It made him so that he was able to get a whole lot of money to to fight in UFC twice, a whole lot of money to come to AEW. Um, He's the reason why he became a draw. I don't think I've ever heard him say it. He's always going to give himself the credit. But WWE did a really good job of putting this guy over and putting, like, come on, man, without all that stuff that happened that they did for him, like, yeah, he, he, he helped himself, too. But to completely discount the WWE, I mean, they yeah. they put him in that position. They were like, yeah, yeah, he wasn't technically, he wasn't always the last match on the show. You know, he's always behind Cena and stuff. But um, at the end of the day, man, they they built him into a star that... Um, I mean, to this day, yeah, it's it's a little muddled. But to this day, it's still shining. Like, he's still uh, looked at as a top guy uh, because of that. So, it, it's
1: still it's because of
0: that. And then, like, you know,
1: people will always go back and, like, reference you know, the quote-unquote, like, the pipe-bomb promo. You know, like, when he was sitting cross-legged, and he's got a Stone Cold T-shirt on, he's got the microphone on, and then he starts, like, naming all these other promotions that you would never hear. You know, you would hear New Japan, Ring of Honor, Cole Cabana, Cabana, how you doing? That was when they were friends. Yeah. Hey, I'm breaking the fourth wall. (laughs) But then, like, you know, he cuts a promo like that, and, like, it had, like, a domino effect on the indie. It helped, you know, boost up Ring of Honor a little bit more, yeah, where more people it brought want,
0: recognition because a lot of people, again, like heard Ring of Honor, what's that? And you know, you throw and it then in you your, go
1: out, you Google go out and machine. take a look at it, and then you take a look. Oh shit, he came from there. Oh, there's like wrestling on this. Like, there's other like wrestling promotions out there, not just the WWE. Let me go check this out.
0: But I feel like also through the PG era was that transition spot. It was a, uh, um, uh, what are we doing? Like, are we just gonna keep having Cena? be the man or, uh, is Randy Orton going to, or are we going to keep having Randy Orton, Cena? know, uh, yeah. And that's when you, experimented, Ryback you experimented with a bunch of guys. You had your Rybacks, your Jack swaggers, you know, um, your, your, your gingers, um, the Miz, the Miz, Miz? I almost, I almost put him on this list. I'd but, have him as a good heel. I, I almost put him on this list, but the, my only thing is just like, um, uh, he was solid, but I never thought of him as like like, like, like a top or, dog. Like a top, yeah, like a top top guy. Like he was there, and yeah, he had heat because I hated him, and I'm like, man, I don't want you. Why are you main eventing WrestleMania? Like, that's why I've fun? got Randy Orton on there. Yeah, bald.
1: I, Randy Orton was a true menace to
0: society. Yeah, that was the, the he's punting everyone. I, that's when that, that music first came out. And I'm like, oh shit. And, he's, and then he walked slow to the ring. He for a while he didn't do his arm thing where he was just like, look at my buddy. Um. He was just uh, the Viper. Like, like a psycho. He was the apex predator. Um, Alright, so... We're going to go to the modern era. Uh. So I want to say this is like... M- late 2010s to present early... Maybe 2014 and onward? Maybe, maybe 2015. But yeah, around that time. So for Abel's list. Modern era. AJ Styles. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins. The disrespect in this list is real, and I will get to it. What is your <laughs> modern era list? I've got Brock
1: Lesnar, I've got Roman Reigns, I've got AJ Styles, and I've got
0: Seth Rollins. Mm. Alright. So we're, we all are a little different. So my modern era list is Brock Lesnar, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. That's my list. The Shield and Brock Lesnar, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know why, but I didn't even think of AJ Styles. I, I think, think
1: I think th- to me like that's when AJ was coming in and immediately like he he's like slotted into like like the main event scene.
0: Yeah, because he had that initial Roman rub at the Rumble. Uh, I mean, it worked. It so- helped. That was the one time in WWE I'm like who produced this shit? Why was the camera on Roman Reigns' face? <laughs> it was like it was just him confused like I oh? think they were
1: worried that people weren't going to
0: know who he was. Then they should have put it on the tron where it says his name, man. <laughs> Like not him like what? Who is it? Because then you hear a pop. You hear the pop before you you just and you're seeing his and face you're, and you're just like who is it? Yeah, you're just like okay, what's this? And then he comes out and like oh, it's AJ Styles. So um I think to me like why I've got AJ
1: on there is it's almost hard for him to have a bad wrestling match. Like you can slot him in with almost anyone and it'll be a good match. Rock, AJ with um with Roman, with Seth, with Cena, like almost anyone out there and like you you're going to be like damn that was a great match.
0: That was a great match. Yeah, I think um I just went with the shield because I feel like when they came in, um, they changed the game a little. And they're the future. I mean, 2023 PW PWI top 500. Who are the top three guys right now?
1: Yeah, Seth Rollins number one, Roman Reigns number two, John
0: Moxley number three. Yeah. And and I'm not even counting for my modern era. I'm not even counting the John Moxley stuff. I'm counting uh, his years as the shield. He was the first one in the shield to win a title. He had that United United States title for a very long time. I think he, he was, was like the second longest. Yeah. Or? Like he was the guy that I thought was going to be the guy. Like, I mean, yeah, I looked at Rowan, but I thought like for someone who's ready now, I thought of all three guys, when I first saw them, the one that was ready right now was Dean Ambrose. He was already on the mic talking like he's been doing this for years. He had a very unique, um, like moveset. Yeah, and- it, it, the way he wrestled it was, it was different. It wasn't, it was, was kind of crazy. It was kind of unhinged. Right? A bit of a lunatic. A little a bit of a lunatic here. That whole time for when uh, uh, him and Seth were feuding right after The Shield, star. Like Dean Ambrose reminded me of Stone Cold Steve Austin. because he His song would come out and he would come out. And when you hear a song, you automatically knew like business is about to pick up. some Something, something's about to happen. Dean Ambrose is here. Anything could happen. There was one night, money in the bank, where all three members of the SHIELD were WWE champions. Right? Yeah. What Roman walked in with it, right? And then S- Seth beat him for it. And then, Ma- and then and then Dean Ambrose cashed in cash, the money in the bank. In. And and it became the WWE champion. All three of them. That has never. I don't remember the last time. Like for one night, the entire faction had the big one. Yeah, had had the belt. So to me, those are the three top. And then Brock Lesnar. I mean, that's uh, he beats Undertaker, and then he just goes on a on a fucking killing spree. Destroys John Cena. Buried John Cena. Um, suplex city man goes into WrestleMania and like yeah, he uh, Seth Rollins catches it on him. But again, part of the modern era. Uh, thing. So part of the moment. So yeah, so we pretty much got i mean we Roman Seth that's pretty much what we grew on. i uh, me and you uh with Brock Lesnar.
1: Why did you have Seth?
0: To me he was he was well he also too he was the first guy out of the shield to win the WWE championship. Yeah. And he became one of the most consistent um performers and he kept evolving. He didn't stay the same. No, he kept, he, kept evolving He adapted to
1: what, yeah, his, what was going on. His
0: music kept changing. Um changed.
1: I mean, his mu- his moveset was like was unique to his style yeah. that almost no one else was really doing.
0: Right. So to me, he was like the Shawn Michaels of our era. He's the guy that could just go in the ring. Like you brought Cody in and what's the first thing you do? You threw him in there with Seth because you knew um him being in there with Seth, he's gonna be fine and it was gonna be a great match. Like you need somebody to have a banger match right now. You give him Seth Rollins. I mean that's why he's champ right now. Um he could pretty much faced anybody in the main event for that. Uh, defending that title and make him look like uh, a million dollars. Roman, do I need to explain why Roman's on that Just like
1: the growth, you know? Yeah, the
0: growth, the fact that he persevered, the fact that he didn't break.
1: The big um, dog.
0: And the fact that he used all that. He used all those years where he was unsure of himself and he was kind of just, all right, Vince, I'm going to keep going at this and just used, he probably had a lot of anger, probably a lot of resentment. Um, Like, just turn me heel, turn me heel. and then he's finally there and now, and I think it works better now because um, his heel persona has more relevancy because he has made an event evented WrestleMania multiple times. He's I mean, won the big one. He he's tied with, H- with Hogan right now. I don't know. Check that out.
1: I'm gonna do a quick look. Up. But no, yeah, like Ro- Roman being on there is like the no brainer. It's, it's a given.
0: Just you know everything. Like, that like, like not putting him on there is like Abel not putting the Rock in the Attitude. Like he's got Y2J on there. there. <laughs> yeah, he was he was great. He was the uh, fucking Intercontinental Champion, the European Champion. Yeah, good time. Oh, no, he won the WWE the so Roman Championship. Roman has for a eight. Mm-hmm. Roman has seven? I think oh, yeah. he's at seven. He's at seven. I think which, he's one away from tying. And he's going to tie it uh, at this eight. And then maybe he loses it to Cody. Who knows? maybe this story doesn't end until he beats Bruno San Martino. Yeah, he's at seven. Okay. 31, 32, 33, they're gonna make a, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to they're make a big deal
1: out of it. 37, 38, 39.
0: I think they're trying to make it so now like a lot of the records are modern wrestlers. So he's going to do Look at 40. 30.
1: He's going to be in 40 is the main event. And 41 against The Rock? I would like to think so, yeah. So that's when he surpasses Hulk
0: Hogan's record. And then he has nothing left to prove. And he's like, you know what? DC needs their Aquaman. And then he goes. <laughs> so we got all our, our our eras. And those are mostly like our own opinions. I guess wrestlers we like, don't like. I mean, I I just automatically thought that Mount Rushmore would mean like eight hey, top guys. But hey, you want to throw Y2, Y2J and taka in there? That's great. But so I'm going to give you my all time list. and You could agree to disagree. I'm going to give you my list and I'm going to explain why. So my all time list, and I'm in no particular order. I'm yeah. not saying one's better than the other. But um, I have. John Cena the Rock, Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan. As my top, as my four all time list. And here's why. You remove those four guys from history. Ah, this whole this whole game falls apart, man. Hulk Hogan kicked it off um, by making it mainstream. Steve Austin came out and he's like, All right, I see what you did and what you did in, in uh in eight years, I'm gonna do in two. As far as like merchandise sales far as sellout um it's just just as far as just popularity in general like like a lot of people say like well hogan was was reigning for all these years is like yeah but hogan or uh, austin had uh just as big of an impact but in a shorter time span you know um even to this day though he's still he's still uh, a hot commodity the rock too when austin got hurt the Rock is the one that kept it afloat. Without him, there's no top babyface. Maybe the Undertaker, but Undertaker wasn't the guy to be the face of your company. It's a good honorable mention. Yeah, he he he's Undertaker was like you don't want a zombie uh being the face of your company. Um, it's a good point.
1: Although if you think of like WrestleMania,
0: you know it's your it's
1: your biggest show for your company once a year. Yeah, I guess you could
0: have Undertaker up
1: there, but I I, I like those so far.
0: Yeah. And then The Rock, I also talk about like the rock picking up the ball for stone cold when he was out carry on the attitude era but i'm also talking about his his impact outside of it like he was able to there there's a reason why you have all these wrestlers out there who are popping up in movies and tv shows and it's accepted now it's a normal thing and i believe the rock opened that door for other wrestlers to say like listen after wrestling there's a whole world of entertainment out there after wrestling and rock opened the doors for them so that now there's no like stigma of like oh that's just a it's just a pro wrestler like, oh no, they're like oh no like guys like Batista and The Rock and in and, and Austin and Austin Theory was was the, it had a little cameo in uh in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming if you ever saw that he was one of the prisoners at the end um, oh shit he was yeah I saw I saw that uh in a Facebook post or something I thought that was cool L.A. Knight was in like every fucking movie and television show and commercial you've ever seen Slim Jim commercial too. God. Um, everybody, but um and so yeah. So that's why I put those on my list and my honorable mentions are Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Triple H because he was kind of that guy so like I mentioned guys like Austin and The Rock, but Triple H was that guy, again, you're only as, as good as your as uh uh your villain. So he, he was and then also to what what he's done for this company. Look look at the look at what he he's given us. He's given us Degeneration X, he's given us evolution, and um, you know he had the authority. Uh, so, and then look, look at all the guys part, that were part of the, uh, those stables. You know, some of them are A- AEW scissoring people. You know, and then his work that he's done as far as uh, trading the future and NXT, like all these guys, your Garganos, uh, your Champas, and your
1: Gunther, your
0: women's division, basically. Um, that's all Triple H, man. Yeah, then, like he, when he
1: was booking NXT, like he was. He was booking like the women's division as like no like these women can go just yeah. as strong as the men like you you got you had Bailey you had Sasha you had Asuka, you had Charlotte like you had those four you had Nikki Cross um like in your women's division you you had like you know Io Shirai and you had like so many other women like in NXT that were just getting over just based on like their skill set and they're just like practicing like on their promo skills and then yeah you're he's he's looking forward to the future he's looking forward to like all right, who's, who's the next person that's going to carry this company in the next 10 years you know like yeah Roman's doing that now and we're going to ride out Roman but like who's going to be the next one
0: like who, who's, who's the next Roman? I'd like to think that there's still time for Austin Theory to again like I told you before everything he's doing after uh, his promo with The Rock has been great he's been showing me a type of intensity that I, like I'm, I'm believing him I remember the issues that we have with Austin Theory. John Cena said it is we don't believe in you. We don't. Like, you say you're this, you say you're that. You're telling me you beat this John Cena at WrestleMania, and that makes you important.
1: You're to take us to A Town. Yeah,
0: I don't believe it. But um, you say you're from A Town? A ho. <laughs> and he had the whole like,
1: mommy, what's an asshole?
0: So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that, those are my list. Any arguments? And if you have any arguments, If you're gonna knock anybody off that list
1: Um, before you put it, no, it's a very strong best of all time. Like John Cena, I I I have maybe like a, uh, it's like a teeter totter, but like he
0: he, carried the company on his back for a decade and a half. Yeah, yeah. he did help carry the company longer than Steve Austin and The Rock combined, as far as like their time. That is true. That I mean, that is
1: very true. You you hear about Cena being the first one in and the last one out. You you hear about like you know him missing birthdays and funerals and like all other moments
0: i mean he's there now
1: he's there now (laughs) the most you know make a wish grant of of like of of anyone you know like someone like him it's like dude like you can't not hate on john cena i mean we did but
0: i think now
1: but it's like yeah you, you know you love the you love the person but like during that period of time like the wrestler it's like dude come on we've seen this over like you know him I mean, ba- he was always over on me him right. him him burying like the nexus you know everyone like still says like no nah, they they should have gone over they should have gone over and it's just one of those things where it's like lol john Cena wins
0: yeah see but i feel like everything happened for a reason and i feel like if nexus got over and they stayed over and they stayed together guys like daniel ryan would have been able to get out and, and, and branch out so i think it was it, it showed you who was
1: that's like, true, but... Like, he, like they he,
0: buried that group, but Daniel Bryan rose up out of that. Wade Barrett's still there. Wade Barrett rose up out of that. Unfortunately, like, injuries, and then, like, like dude, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Like, that was some good shit, man. Tried it
1: with Ryback, and it was whatever. Bray Wyatt was...
0: Bray Wyatt. A, Ray Wyatt was in... An, it was a uh, Nexus. Yeah. I do. Curtis... Bray a- Wyatt was part, of the, part <laughs> of the Nexus. I love Curtis Axel, but whatever. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, the, the only the only person I would be like mm, maybe would be Cena, but like I mean, you think back of everything that he's done, the WrestleMania moment what he's done with the company, like I'm not gonna explain. With he him was the on one that.
0: constant, like through all the changes, through all like the, the starts and stops of other talent, the one constant you had was one. He was gone for a little bit and he came back. He was just you felt it. You're like. It, this feels right. It feels like you're back home. Like mm-hmm. when Cena's on, there, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot how great it was having you here. Like yeah, even the boo you, like because he'll take the boos, he'll take the cheers. But to me, Cena kind of held it afloat and gave them a face, and he represented the co- represented the company way better than. Him. And he actually lasted longer than Hulk Hogan. He lasted longer than Steve Austin. He lasted the fact that he did everything he did, and he lasted longer than there. Like, but then that also shows me how good. Stone Cold and The Rock, or you fact, can do it in a
1: shorter the, time. The fact
0: that that they made the impact that they made, like I think Austin did it in five. I believe Rock did it in about eight, nine years. Eight, I want to say, off and on, but um, Cena was just there for like I felt like he was never gonna leave. Yeah, like fifteen years. I feel like. You, um, you you think of WWE and the first person you think of is usually. John Cena. Yeah, and you forget like the you you slowly saw him dip into the mid card and slowly disappear from the main event. Like he started like opening up shows. He started winning secondary titles. The U.S. Title Open yeah, Challenge. that he, was great. That was great. Um, feud with AJ. Yeah, like he yeah he beat a lot of people, but a lot of those guys got out of the feud uh, bigger stars because of it. If Abel was here, we would like I would like to hear what he said. He'd probably be like, I think Santino should be in the again like the. The all time list. Surprised uh, none of us three. said the great collie. The Great Khali. Yeah, no. Uh we were gonna do the India list, but um yeah. gender Jinder would have been up there. Fucking Yeah, all, <laughs> all the all the guys would have been up there. So we could agree. The top the all time uh WWE Mount Rushmore list, John Cena, The Rock, Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan. It's a strong Mount Rushmore. Honorable mention to Shawn Michaels and Triple H. I agree.
1: Shawn Michaels being up there, I mean... Bret Hart is
0: so mad at me right now. <laughs> well, who had a better match against The Undertaker? Uh, it, it's... it's. Uh, uh, ooh. Yeah. But to be fair, you never had Bret Hart wrestle on a ticket at WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure if he wrestled on ticket at WrestleMania, it probably would have been really... People underestimate uh, Bret Hart. Unfortunately, Bret Hart was up there when Shawn Michaels was on the rise and all that stuff. That's tough. I did put him in there in the new generation. He did a really—he was a really big part of the beginning of the Attitude Era with the hard foundation. Yeah. And, like, dude, he was uh, the biggest heel in America. But whenever he went overseas or to Canada, biggest baby face. Or Never when
1: saw. Sean went over into Canada. Oh,
0: my God. Sean, he, Sean was doing stuff like he was wiping his ass with the Canadian flag and putting it up his nose and stuff and humping it in the ring. Yeah, that's how you get heat. God. Ah, God, he even went up there during his feud with Hogan, and was talking about the Montreal screwjob, and then had Bret Hart's music play, and everybody went on crazy, and he's just like, ah, got Joey, got him twice, got him twice. But yeah, uh, any any closing statements for maybe maybe someday with enough traction and enough, you know, they they sell out more than just one stadium show, that maybe one day we put a Mount Rushmore for um, AEW. Ooh, that'd be very interesting, right? But I feel like that's gonna take a while. There's only really one era right now. It's just still the beginning era, unless you want to count like the pandemic well, era.
1: Ray, w, I mean, I guess you could. Sparkler
0: era. You could go CM Punk era.
1: Pre-Punk era, post-Punk era, the Adam Copeland era. Adam, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll,
0: we'll see what happens in the we'll next see. two years. So, uh, so until next time. So, you think you're untouchable.